now, are, you see, this is what happens. This is, you know, this is why I have to be careful. I was painting a metaphorical picture about an hour ago. And now people think I'm running against Chris Fairchild. No, I'm not. All I was saying is that uh, it, the way they've twisted the words that if you suggest or you you announce or you or you tell somebody you better vote the way I want you to uh, or I'm going to run against you or I'm going to start a recall petition against you uh, that becomes implicitly a threat that 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 has elevated itself to police interaction this is why the FBI has dossiers on parents who quote threaten unquote school board members with removal from office as if my precious being in office is some sort of property these are the same jackasses that that don't view your actual property to be worth defending with a commonwealth's attorney that will send somebody to the who's cow should they steal it from you but if you threaten to throw them out of their precious they'll call the gendarmerie on you you will be perp walked. And if they get the call out in time, you might even be on the front page of the newspaper for it. Because character assassination must begin immediately. Hashtag. You want a hashtag? Make 1984 fiction again. So concerned. We were playing some clips from Chuck Schumer's speech from the other day. And it's and it's dispiriting to see, but this is what happens when you work for big corporations, and this is why ESG is such a dangerous premise. Is that it gives the government the opportunity to force companies to do what they want. It is... It is fascism. When the White House and the Senate are going after simply a journalist who's put his own reputation on the line by airing videos on his show, and then you're told, don't believe the videos you've seen, listen to me, I'll tell you what really happened. We have, we have crossed a Rubicon. The government is just screaming at you. I am more important than you. And if a, if a legislator simply suggests that maybe after 15 weeks we protect an unborn baby's life, they're a fascist who wants to enslave women and put them into some Hunger Games, whatever, Handmaid's Tale nonsense. But you want to throw a mother in jail because she threatens to start a recall petition against a school board member for threatening their preciousness, for threatening their Oh, my goodness, my precious, you threatened to throw me out of office. Do you know how much this office means to me? Yet somebody gets their car jacked from under them at gunpoint, and the Commonwealth's attorney says, ah, it's survival crime. You have to understand these are just people of the earth, you know, thugs, stealing stuff because they don't have stuff and you have stuff. It's just 
DIY reparations, Joe, don't you understand? And that's why the, the society is tearing itself apart, because the common sense that we were built on has now been gaslit away from us. And John Adams was wrong about a lot of things like the Alien and Sedition Acts and, and un-American activities. There are un-American activities. But some of the things John Adams wanted in the Alien and Sedition Acts come back to haunt us out of the Patriot Act. Un-American activities are what Chuck Schumer was engaging in. But he's a U.S. senator. He couldn't possibly engage in un-American activities. Really? Really. But part of the problem doesn't get fixed until we stop asking these people to do things for us. They are not concierges at some sort of hotel check-in window. We want them to fight poverty. We want them to fight abortion. We want them to fight uneducated kids. We want them. How about we do it? How about we do it? Good morning. You're on the air with Joe Thomas in the morning. Who's this? Hey, Joe, this is Nathan. Hey, Nathan. How are you doing, my friend? I am great. All right. You know what? Well, I, I tell I'm you an what. optimist, and that can be that can be easily changed. Well, I don't want to change your optimism, but can I hang on to you for a moment so I can pay my electric bill and come back and hear your full optimism? <laughs> sure. AM, FM, streaming, and now delivered by smartphone app. All free, always free. Inflation-proof information. WCHV. Four three four nine six four one zero seven five is the phone number. Emails come into Joe at WCHV dot com. I'm asked frequently if if I view the folks who interact on the program as characters or callers, and I said, well, they're callers because characters would imply that I can assign them uh, to things. Everything's you know, and sure, there are some regulars, but uh, you get folks like Nathan who we don't hear from all the time, uh, who uh, espouses optimism. Before we went to break, uh, Nathan, so uh, share share the optimism with us. Well, <laughs> I just was thinking, you know, great American things, and by the way. <laughs> All my friends know me to be a character. <laughs> you can call me that. But um, that's good. <laughs> anyways, um, you know, I just was thinking among the. I just tuned in before you uh, before your last like phrase there, and uh, you know, I was thinking of American things. You know, I think where I live in Louisa County, we're starting to feel. Uh, you know, I, I felt like that was one of the, the better bastions of freedom mm-hmm. sure. before I moved there. That's why me and a lot of other people have flocked there. But they uh, apparently they're feeling a little uh, stepchildish and left out because, 
they're uh, they're proposing raising their tax rates to like twenty percent or something crazy. Well, no, they're getting um, it's thirteen percent, and they're and they're copying all the other cool kids in the neighborhood. The assessments went up, so they're just going to let the rate or your tax bill go up with your assessment <clears throat> and tell you that you're lucky because your property is worth more. Uh, the same thing. Yeah, they'll I feel do like with it's you. like. I feel like it's like you, you pull up to some intersection and you got three gas stations on each corner and they all charge the same. You know, <laughs> yeah. it didn't until the last guy said, well, the other two are doing it. I might as well do it too and make more money. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, I used to work in a gas station. The guy was, uh, nobody liked him because he always actually undercharged for gas. So if gas cost him, and this will tell you how old I am. Uh, you know, if gas cost him 75 cents a gallon, uh, he sold it for 74 because he wanted people coming to his gas station because he made money on the repair work that went on at the gas station. Uh, and I know we don't do that a lot anymore. Uh, but the same would hold true, I would think, in the convenience stores that are attached to the gas stations. Under, you know, compete a little bit. Stop, you know, working off of this, uh, this, this collusion, uh, there. But, but, you know, you talk about, being optimistic and in looking at the things when you talk about a board of supervisors that can set a tax rate and this goes into what i was saying earlier so they've created a scenario uh, nathan where you if you go to the board of supervisors and tell Dwayne and um, and Fitzgerald and all the folks on the board of supervisors, you better not raise my taxes. You better vote for the equalized rate. And remember that phrase, equalized rate, uh, because what they can do is lower the tax rate so that your tax bill stays the same despite the higher assessment. Very few people ever do it. I think I saw Albemarle County do it once. Louisa used to do it more frequently. So did Fluvanna. Uh, but that's what you, if you go and you say, listen, you better do this or I'm going to vote for somebody else in the primary, or I'm going to get a recall petition. What they've created, Nathan, is a scenario where if you threaten Fitzgerald Barnes with a recall petition, or you threaten to run against Dwayne Adams the next time he runs for re-election, um, you, you've, you've threatened them, and they can call the sheriff on you. And that's the scary place we are right now. That's what Chuck Schumer was doing in that clip about Tucker Carlson. Is he's is he's saying that showing you a video is a grave threat to his position as this esteemed senator, and therefore he, you know people need to be t- taken to prison for this. Meanwhile, you could have your car jacked from you in the mineral, middle of Mineral, and and well, no, your Commonwealth attorney would prosecute it. But if you come into Albemarle County and you get your car jacked on Bio Road, uh, you know, good luck because the Commonwealth attorney will say, oh, it's just DIY reparations. You know, sorry, Nathan, have a nice trip. You live in Louise anyway, so you have more money than us. Uh, and that's their that's attitude. Okay. I have DIY, DIY preparations, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I, I like it. I like it. So uh, that's why your friends all call you a character because they're all going to be knocking on your door when the excrement hits the air handler, aren't they? <laughs> Yes, sir. It's the only way to be. <laughs> Good deal. That's what took this country back. Amen. And we will. We will because I think, and I have friends who are Democrats, and I do, and I find them to be really great people. But a lot of them feel the same way about some of this nonsense, and they'll listen to Chuck Schumer and face palm and go, "Oh my God, I wish he'd just shut up." Uh, so, so you see what I'm saying is that I hold out hope uh, based on all that, Nathan. Okay. All right, sir. Hang you in have there. A great- Day. You do the Thank same. You. Let me uh, get line two here. Good morning. You're on the air with Joe Thomas in the morning. Who's this? Good morning, Joe. It's Joel. How are you? Joel, how are you doing, sir? 
Good, good. Are you as optimistic as are you as optimistic as Nathan is? I'm optimistic. I, I believe that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, and He is going to intervene, and He is intervening. You know? Yeah, well, it's, if you understand the premise of America that we are endowed by our Creator with these rights, and that Chuck Schumer and Mark Warner and Bob Good and and Ben Klein, for that matter, and Glenn Youngkin, they have little role in it outside of the promise that they are failing at, which is to protect them. Um, you know, then then you can be at peace you you can demand your earthly right. you know representatives to defend your god-given rights but if you know it's sad to me is when i hear people talking about these rights like they come from people like abigail spanberger or or uh, ralph north yeah i i would like to say something real quick though yeah the the problem with the problem with with people thinking that they see the truth or see what is honest is a lot of times when they because I used to work at WWT in Cincinnati oh, and wow. I edited I would edit tapes and so it, it goes like with anything else if you don't give the whole story or give the whole perspective then you're not really actually seeing the whole content of what actually happened and I think by releasing all those tapes and showing how how things were were, were you know happening around the the capital, yes, there, there were people there. Everywhere you go, there can either be good or bad people. But there were there were people that were doing some things that were wrong. But there were a lot of people that came there just just to be there to be present for that moment to protest and peacefully protest. Well, and and, and, and I go think ahead, a finish. lot of things. If, if the truth was, look, look at look at who who they're going to have teaching at UVA, right? Mm-hmm. This this untruthful. You know, I don't know if I she's mean, going to be teaching as much as she's just going to show up and wave and give a lecture and tell you tell you yeah. how great government is every now and then. But yeah, I get your point. Maybe she can give a lecture on dishonesty. <laughs> she she's a, she 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 is she is all of that in her polyester. Well, you know, and that's the thing. They, you know, when when I saw that first one, and they and I saw the production value, and I saw how they were editing the video uh, on it, I said, "Oh, there's something going on here. That uh, that there's there's editing going on here. Why are you editing out things? Why? What you know? What right. are you doing? Um, what are you taking out? Right. Why Why did they hire a Hollywood producer? You know, a, a guy that edits films and does things. Was he was he British or or, or American? I think it was, I a, it was American. Because it was yeah. like a daytime hired, soap opera, Me- mediocre actors with a with a high tech you know tech budget there. And uh, I've got to run to the news, my friend. Good stuff, though. You have a good day, Joe. Thank you for letting me be part of your program. The only social media app that doesn't tell you what the Chinese government wants you to hear. Or the FBI either. The coercive power of government. Download the free Seville 1075 app. Surveillance Mike sold separate. I know, you know, that I'm not telling the truth. I know, you know, they just don't have any Thank you for letting us be of service to you. 434-964-1075. That is it. They, they figure out what scares you and they tweak it so that you'll support them. Remember, this is why democracy is poisonous to liberty. 
Uh, Dr. Clark is hanging on the line. Do you agree with me on that? Do you think pure democracy, like like a gallon full of fluoride, would probably be bad for you? Well, Joe, I know that our founders did not want a pure democracy. They had good reasons, I believe. Oh, our democracy. Hey, can we go back to Chuck Schumer's comments about, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes ago? Well, he made them a couple of days ago, but, you know, about uh, Tucker Carlson. And, yeah, sure, I'm not going to play him again because it's like chalk nails on a blackboard. But uh, go ahead. What's your reaction on them? Well, Chuck said that when people believe elections are stolen or not secure, that's the beginning of the end. Right. That's why I I said. I, I said that's how his, you know, the dark brilliance, you can squeak a little plausibly reasonable thing in there because he's right on that. He is right on that. It's just who he's blaming for that. He missed it by a word. Which word? You take out believe and you take out believe and put in perceive. And now we know what Chuck really meant. When people can perceive that the elections are not secure. That's the beginning of the end. Truth is a threat to our democracy, Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what when, you heard him when, say when, it. Have, when, he, when he said, Tucker Carlson showed you these videos and perpetrated a lie. So, so it's, it is literally him saying, who are you going to be, believe, me or your lying eyes? So you watch the video. So <laughs> when we, the unwashed masses, have access information without the Lenny Reifenstahl filter. What was that guy's name from uh, Good Morning America that they had produced their clip that they showed us it was all an insurrection? You you mean that produced them for Good Morning America or produced them for the January 6th made-for-TV melodrama? Yeah, for the January 6th melodrama. They knew who to go to. Mm -hmm. They knew who to go to to get it propagandized. I'll give him credit there. Well, but don't forget the guy also it, worked though. for the guy also worked for Snuffleupagus on on this week. So he also knows the inner workings of populism uh you know from Bill Clinton's, you know, hand hand uh, you know marionette operator. Uh so this is the guy who put all those nice sounding words in Bill Clinton's mouth. We yeah. So we've got the modern day equivalent of Lenny Reifenstahl packaging information for the establishment. Reckon how Chuck could look with a little mustache. <laughs> and just to remind, for those who are like, who? Uh, this is uh, the filmmaker of the uh, Nazis uh, uh, that I think you know, Quentin Tarantino danced around a little bit with his Christoph Waltz character uh, in *Inglorious Bastards*. But uh, you know the the uh, the filmmaker for the Reich. Yeah, right. I, I, you know the Nazis had Lenny, and the Watsies have got the Good Morning America snuffle up this guy. Well, but that's what the the authoritarians. That's why you know I don't like you know progressive, conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican. All they say they are authoritarians. If they believe they should have authority over you, they are authoritarians. I don't care what political party they happen to join membership in. Thank you. It's you know, I, Joe. I said this a while back. We can't win us against them when a lot of us is them. 
and until we understand that, we're up against it. Sure, sure, absolutely, because you know it's hard. See, that's the thing. They're playing on our vanities. They come to us and they say, but we have all these rights for you, when really what they're pitching are privileges. They want to give you the right to a house. They want to give you a right to a guaranteed income. They want to give you a right uh, to you know a, a, a hospital bed if you need it. Uh, they want to give you a right to a burial plot. All these things are, are privileges that you're feeling like you don't have on your own. I've got to run to the news, my friend. You have a good morning, sir. Take care, Joe. Joe Thomas in the morning to the mailbag. I want to do this because we got uh, Mike Allers coming up. He wants to uh, be in the Virginia Senate, and he says he can connect his opponent in the uh, firehouse primary to January 6th. And the videos that just came out here in Tucker Carlson and Kevin McCarthy. Took the email from Kevin McCarthy and said, sure, let's put him on. Uh, and uh, so he says he can make this connection. And so we'll see uh, what uh, comes of that uh, and uh, this morning. But uh, right now, uh, let's go to our mailbag here. And I've got a bunch of stuff that's coming through the smartphone app, too, uh, as well. And uh, just you know, just reopen it. Thank you very much. There, Did, you know, computers are an amazing thing. Uh, what are the, what's the acronym? Picnic problem in chair, not in computer. Uh, this one coming in uh, from Matt, who's writes in. I, when I hear Chuck Schumer, uh, it brings to mind Mary McCarthy's observation of Lillian Hellman. Everything she says is a lie, including and and the. Um, this one uh, from Mike, he writes in, when did the police start firing smoke grenades and flashbangs at the crowd? I'm pretty sure the videos out there show that uh, there was a friendly fire incident long before the crowd got there. And in the confusion, the cops turned on the crowd. Um, you know, and it, it, this is where admissibility of these kind of video evidences become a critical thing is what was the time stamp on it? What perspective of it were you seeing? Which direction? Where was it? Uh, what was going on at the time? Because you, as, as a be-all, end-all of some judicious process, notice I didn't say judicial, but judicious process, it, you know, it, just a frozen moment or a video can, as we were just talking about with Bill the Grill Guy, be taken and used out of context. Seth writes in, uh, she says, remember what Rush said, they accuse you of what they are doing. It's worse than that, Seth. That's what Saul Alinsky says. If you read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, uh, it, one of the rules is accuse your opponent of the very things that you are doing. That way, when they accuse you of the very things you're doing, you can just say, oh, you're just playing he said, she said. And so, you know, but this is this is the gaslighting that's going on because the authoritarians have created this situation where they're going to do something for you. And what have they really succeeded at doing for you? They, they assume this warranty, I'm going to protect your reproductive rights. That's one of their favorite phrases. What does that mean? 
Are you saying I don't have the right to reproduce? And if you're actually making sure I can get an abortion, isn't that the opposite of protecting my right to reproduce? You're giving me the opportunity to not reproduce? Because they don't want to say we want to make abortion a federally subsidized form of contraception. Because they don't want to have the discussion about perhaps not having an unplanned pregnancy. And I'm going to say something controversial here, but it's my need to be consistent with you. I have said before that I, while I understand why we protest outside of Planned Parenthood and why those protests exist, I feel like we're six to eight months too late that we need to be protesting outside uh, uh, you know, of, of the, the boudoirs where these unplanned pregnancies are being made. And I know that's not exactly how it's going to work, but we need to be bearing better testimony to young people who are, who are putting their uh, you know, futures in jeopardy, if I may wax me- rhetorically the way the left does, Because something feels good. Much in the same way I look at January 6th. And I, I had plans. We, we, were, we just couldn't find a broadcast studio that I could use on January 6th, 2021. So we didn't go. But I had that, I had that August 12th feeling. I had that August 12th feeling that said, eh, I should probably be there to tell you the truth about what's actually going to go on, as we did with January 6th. We talked about how we finally debunked the whole unite the right BS, because it was BS, because when David Duke walked past me, I knew there is no right wingers, there's no conservatives, there are, there are racists in the crowd. But there were no conservatives in that group that organized that park rally. It was a David Duke reunion. And what always infuriated me about that whole clan, word chosen intentionally, was that they were demeaning you and me by association. And we watched it continue. They, then they used it against Donald Trump, but it made sense because there is very little that drives David Duke outside of his dislike for colored people than his dislike for Donald Trump. So all of a sudden it made sense. Donald Trump's running as a Republican. Let's have a rally that espouses to be conservatives, and then we can hang that albatross around Donald Trump's neck. Win-win. And we get to slam Antifa and Black Lives Matter with some billy clubs and some pepper spray and some tear gas. And yet still, here I stand, accused of being in that group because there is photographic evidence of me standing at the corner of 4th and Market Street. The same is happening to the people who are in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. But that said, 
The protests should have been held a long time before that. Call Joe Thomas in the morning to talk about anything. Where are we going to go with the truth? He promises he won't turn state's evidence for a lighter sentence. If it wasn't for double standards, they wouldn't have standards at all. Weekday mornings on WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning. I'm going to read a text from our friend Gennady, who says, uh, Joe, I think I know why Kevin McCarthy hadn't released the video immediately after watching the horrible pictures of rioters attacking democracy. Quote, unquote, he built facilities resembling those corridors, and then he hired actors to play policemen, especially the ones who resembled Q Shaman. Uh, after a rehearsal and shooting, he released the video to Tucker Carlson. Janati, Janati, no more o- watching Ocean's Eleven uh, late at night, okay? I don't know who which cable channel has Ocean's Eleven on. <laughs> so Kevin McCarthy decided to get his Danny Ocean on and build an, an exact replica of the Hall's... <laughs> I know he's teasing. He's joking uh, about that, but uh, very, very Ocean's Eleven uh, for you there. But, but this goes back into the, the the idea of justice. What is just? It, and this is when when people say, "I want justice, and I want it right now." Well, you know, there is a balancing point. That's why the Statue of Justice has scales in her hands, because you know a speedy trial. I mean, we. I said this once in a jury box. I did not get excused for it, but I was, I was, I was in a jury box and I was trying to get out of my civic duty, which I'm embarrassed about. But I, I said to the district attorney, he, he said, "Is there any reason, Mr. Thomas, that you shouldn't you should be the foreman of this jury?" I said, "Yes, yes, I can spot guilty people just right like that." As soon as I see him, and, and and everyone laughed, and he says, "Yeah, you're staying, pal." Ah, darn it! I tried to get out, but actually, you know, it was I, I felt uh, you know it was a, it was the right thing to do at the end of the day. Uh, let me get to you at four three four nine six four one zero seven five. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Joe. Hey, Jay. How hey, are Jay. you, sir? Yeah, I recognize your voice. So, what's going on? Uh just me. Ars. He said a few things that really just I'm just sick and tired of. What, what, what I agree with him. I agree with him on 90%. I think he's, he's good and this, that, and the other thing. But I love it how they're coming out and attacking Tucker Carlson. You, you can't give information to the establishment media and think it's getting out to the people. And it's funny for him to sit there and say that Brett Baer is a, a, a journalist. No, he's not. He's establishment Republican. He will report what they have, taught, have told him to report and only. Um, when Tucker did his show, the next morning, go to Fox News webpage, there was nothing on there about Tucker Carlson and what he reported. Nothing. And Tucker Carlson was on there last, uh, yesterday with Glenn Beck. Not a single reporter, including Brett Baer, has come to him for those tapes or asked him anything about those tapes. They wanted those tapes. So they don't want to report the truth. And it's just funny that you, you can see these politicians, once they get into office, you can see the, the tentacles of the party start right. to creep in. But, and now that's all the narrative is, that Tucker Carlson is this and that, and he's a talking head. No, establishment media is a talking head for the Republican Party or the Democrat mm-hmm. Party. Everybody needs to turn that off. I quit watching the Fox News years ago. They disgust me now. You, you can see it in Sean Hannity. You can see it. It's approved talking points. 
It is good morning in Vietnam. They'll get their little teletype printer papers off, and they will they will say only what they what they're told to say. And then you said something about what is he, uh, Tucker Carlson's got to take a day off now. People need yeah. to turn this stuff off and and look at the reporting that Glenn Beck does. Look at the reporting that Tucker Carlson does. That is the real truth. Look at the stuff that you talk about on here in the morning. That is real truth. This crap you're being fed by these politicians that approved media sources that, that that's who should get the information and that's who should put it out no that's the exact opposite of who should put it out it, it's ridiculous and every single time that you hear one talk if you really really listen to what they say you can see it seeping through every word that they spit out there and yeah. it, it sickens me anymore well and this is why i said on january 7th at 507 i said you know should the president have kept everyone on the green and and had a party and yelled and screamed and had the rally yes that's fine uh should he have suggested they go to the capitol no because and it wasn't because he shouldn't have gone to the capitol it was i saw it as handing his opponents you know the 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 ammunition that they were dying for him to give them uh and it was just like uh, david duke and his rally here in charlottesville and i agree with charlie charlottesville uh it may not have intentionally have been a rehearsal but once they saw what they were able to do with the riots in charlottesville how they were able to turn that into enthusiasm for the most milk toasty candidate to run for governor ever in virginia ralph northam you you couldn't get democrats to pick him out of a lot Lineup, yet he got more votes than anyone ever in the history of Virginia because of the riots in in uh, Charlottesville that year. So they saw that and said, hmm, this works. Let's transport it. Don't forget who was involved in some of that. Terry McAuliffe showing up in some of that as well on January 6th, uh, especially in the righteous uh, follow-up to it. My point is, well, my point on the reporting on it is, you know, these are people who are who are in love with the government. The government is who they report on. It's their beat. Uh, it's not. They don't. They don't go into their studio thinking they're working for you. They're they're working for NBC or Fox or CNN. They they don't see it that way. Uh, I, I've had fights with my boss. I've lost fights. I've won more fights than I've lost with my boss. But I know who my boss is, and I can call him on the phone. I can walk into his office, and we can have these arguments. Um, but at the end of oh, the I'm day, I work for you, not him and or her, depending on who wears the pants in the family. But it really is a mom and pop. But 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 my point is, these people have long since forgotten who they're actually supposed to be out there working for. Their consultants tell them how to get the most views. Their consultants tell them how to get the most click-throughs. And they're not thinking in terms of the real people that those click-throughs are or the real people those viewers are and what they really need. And that pisses me off as a member of the industry because that's that's why people are leaving it for non-traditional bloggers and and videographers, video vloggers, and all of this because they at least feel like they're they're doing it for them, not some higher authority. Oh, a hundred percent. But like, how are they able to do that? Because they control ninety percent of the the media, and then the other nine, and they the other ninety eight percent of it is scared to say anything. They're, they're, they're cowered down in a corner and won't oh, yeah. take a stand. So that leaves one or 2% that will actually go out there and report the truth or just report it and let you figure it out. And that's the way it's always supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And that's why I call into your show, honestly, because 
I think it's very important to have all different aspects of everybody's sure. views. And I commend you on that, that you that you put everybody's view sure. out there. And I'm sure when I call in, I'm sure your boss has called in and said, hey, man. You no, no, no. Call nobody in. calls me about individual calls, but you know, well, a couple of times they have. But, but I ignore it for the most part. But my point being, and I do have to run to a hard break here, uh, but the, the issue is government and this boy it all boils down to this that the government is more important than the citizens and that has to be fixed bless you sir you have a good morning you too bud. no price hikes no portion reductions what else in your life can promise that uh, i need a price check on two grapes seville 1075 and 1260 whc oh, Joe Thomas in the morning at 434-964-1075. Emails coming to joe at wchv.com. Our friends from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville are going to be uh, coming up in a little bit. And then Senator Mark Warner, not some clip of me and some press gaggle, just me and him. Um, and, yes, we're going to start on the videos of January 6th because he can filibuster with the best of them. So I'm going to ask, and he can't say, I don't know where they came from, Joe, like he did with uh, John Podesta's emails. Uh, We know where they came from. And uh, what his uh, feelings, because the question to me is, as the head of the Intel Committee, are you mad that you didn't see them or did you see them and you were fine with them not being included what should happen next, especially to the January 6th committee? Because the January 6th committee just issued a report. Nothing else has happened. But what about the people who are languishing in jails? Fifth Amendment, I distinctly recall, says something about a speedy trial. But that that becomes the issue because vigilante justice says, string them up now, we know they're guilty. And... If you will recall when the BLM protesters were jumping up and down on the furniture, driving Mike Signer to hide in the back room of Charlottesville City Council, go back to the archives. Did I ever say they were wrong to do it, or did I ever just say that was certainly fun to watch? Because it was fun to watch. Because they were mad. And, and what was the angle that I pointed out to you about those people protesting that these were the core voters of Mike Signer and Wes Bellamy and, and Kristen Sakis, and they were jumping up and down on the furniture? Did I ever say they were, they should be arrested for it? No, never did. Never did. I challenge you to go find archive footage of this show from after those protests at Charlottesville City Council. I don't have a problem with someone. I was in Tom Perriello used to stand in his office over there by the glass building with a room full of Tea Party members and talk to them for an hour or two hours. Did you ever call that an insurrection? They weren't happy with him. But people who want swift justice understand that you need to find all these things out. Just like the people are like calling for Tucker Carlson's head. They're the same ones who just accepted what you saw from the January 6th commission until you saw something different. So before you have a knee-jerk reaction, and the knee is only part of the uh, conjunction there, think about what your knee-jerk reaction was to the video you were being fed 
on January 7th. If a couple of guys from Central Virginia can invent the United States, the rest of us can rescue her, right? There is nothing we cannot accomplish. WCHV.